what am I supposed to be doing with my mm-hmm. life? Why am I here? Mm-hmm. What's my purpose? Mm-hmm. Why did this happen? Mm-hmm. Right? We all want to work through all of that mm-hmm. through purpose and divine destiny. And you know what, too? Sometimes, you know, purpose is the baseline of normalcy. Mm. Let me tell you what I mean by that. Yeah, please. please. Right? So sometimes God has called us just to the normal things of life because sometimes we think of purpose of being this huge ministry or this this very wealthy life or driving the best car or, you know, having the biggest name. And sometimes it's the, I remember, let me tell you why, how I'm deriving to this thought process. And I like where you're going. I like it. I I appreciate that. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Um, I'm deriving to that because I remember in my 15 year addiction, this is the way I saw myself, Mm. right? So you got the baseline. Okay. The baseline is zero percentage, okay. right? That's that's normalcy, uh-huh. right? My addiction caused me to be, be below mm. the normalcy line. So I was a negative 15, a negative 25, right? right? Okay. And it was... It was so difficult for me just to be able to do the normal, normal things, stuff, right? walk down the street and enjoy the sun, wow. go and have the ability to buy a Coke from the store. Right. I couldn't do those things. Right. right? right. And so when, as God began to heal me right. and bring me back to that baseline of normalcy, mm. I saw so much purpose at that zero percent. Right. Right. And so I, 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 I'm, I'm saying that sometimes the purpose is just for you to be able to live, live, live and be happy. Be happy. This is Life Talk Radio. So today is a red letter day here on Life Talk Radio. For a couple reasons. Number one, because we have some amazing content to share with you today. We're discussing divine purpose and destiny. And I am excited because I want you to lean into today's episode because we're going to give you some tips, some strategies on how to find your divine purpose and destiny. And then number two, I have an amazing guest in the house. Her name is Arinda. Arinda, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dana, so much. I'm glad to be here. Oh, I'm so glad that you are here. I'm going to introduce her in just a moment. But first, I want to say that if Life Talk Radio is adding value to your life and we're providing you with actionable strategies, we want to hear from you. We want you to like, share, and subscribe to our channel because at the end of the day, this is really all about the listeners, correct? Correct. All about the listeners. All about the listeners. And today, I'm so excited because I have a guest. I'm going to introduce her. Her name is Arinda Phillips, and she is in the house. Welcome to the show, Arinda. Thank you, Dana. So glad to be here. <laughs> we already said that, though, didn't we? Yeah, but I'm still glad to be here. <laughs> still glad to be here. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thanks. I cannot wait for us to really dig in mm. and talk about what we're going to talk about today. I want to uh, read a little bit about Arinda because her resume is so impressive. Arinda recently retired from a 33-year career with the federal prison system. The last 20 years of her career was spent in the reentry services division, We're going to talk about that in just a moment. She is certified as an offender workforce development specialist through the National Institute of Corrections. She is a certified life coach through the Coaching and Positive Psychology Institute and the Women Christian CEO Life Coach School. Did I get that right? You got it right. Oh, I'm so excited about myself. (laughs) She also holds a BA degree in business administration from the University of San Francisco. Orinda is also a licensed minister through the AOH Church of God organization. But most of all, she is uh, very passionate about helping individuals recognize and operate in their purpose, their talent, and their God-given destiny. Oh, that's so good. You're so good. No, God is good. God is good. God is good. You know what? Before we talk about uh, um, all of your uh, accomplishments, the things that we want to talk about today with you uh, and that you've shared with me is to prepare prayerfully, Mm -hmm. correct? Correct. To plan purposely, 
proceed positively and pursue persistently. Yes. Right. Before we unpack those things, let's talk a little bit about your background. So tell me about, uh, you know, some of the things that I read about you. Well, recently, actually July 1st, I retired from the Federal Bureau of Prison Systems where I worked there 33 years. Um, And as you mentioned, the last 20 years have been in the reentry services division. Um, That's where I found my heart and passion for helping people. Yeah. Um, Reentry services division mission is to help the offender transition to the community successfully. Yeah. And hopefully not recidivate or come back through the penal system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so working there 20 years, I thoroughly enjoyed trying to help through contractors, people do that as well. I love the name of 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 the program reentry because there is a reentry into society into society that a lot Absolutely. of people who have been incarcerated, man, they probably really struggle with that. Right, and statistically, and also what I've seen in my last twenty years is everyone coming out may have a plan, right? May have a purpose, yeah. Right? But if they have not set forth and aligned with somebody or a system or resource that can mm, help them, interesting. success becomes a little bit smaller. Interesting. I, I like that. So even though they may have a plan, it may not be the correct plan, right? Or they just may need assistance with that plan. Okay, and some that's resources good. To that's go with good. It. That's a good a way to reframe that. But yes. I know that oftentimes, you know, people who have been incarcerated uh, for a while, I can only imagine. I've never been incarcerated, but I can only imagine that, you know, when you are in, I mean, things on the outside, change so dramatically, you know, technology, philosophies, culture. I mean, a lot of things change. And so a person that maybe has a plan, uh, again, the assistance with that plan to help them to be updated with what's happening on the outside, right? And give them the tools necessary to be successful when they do reentry. Exactly. And successful is a key. I mean, you can reenter, but we always want successful and what I've said a lot of times is law abiding as well. Mm. Um, wraparound services if you need it, mm-hmm. resources you needed, help with employment, home. All of those things come into factor with reentry. You know, that's so good. I mean, my little narrow minded self here, mm-hmm. I'm thinking mm-hmm. of reentry mm-hmm. <laughs> in terms of a great thing, but it, it is a great thing. But if, if they don't have a plan and if they cannot be a law abiding citizen, with what upon reentry, then yeah, they're gonna probably end up back back in there yeah. again. And then the, the thing with that is sometimes just helping people walk through that, talk through that, yeah. strategize, plan, um, look at the things that can be barriers. Yeah. But then pull on your successes, strengths as well. Oh, that's so. So we good. just don't want to all make it negative. All yeah. about the weaknesses. But yeah. everyone has a talent. Yeah. They've got passion. Yeah. Right. They got transferable skills. Mm. And we want to make sure we're putting it all together for a successful plan. You know that again, that's so important because people need to know that, you know, your past or your mistakes don't define you as a person. Right. We are all created in the image of God. And some of us do make mistakes. But I love the fact that you all are seeing the value in people and seeing uh, the positive things, you know, for their future that will give them hope. Right. And hope is everything. If you believe you can, you can. Yeah. If you believe you can't. You won't. Mm. right? So sometimes it's a matter of giving a little spark of hope, Mm. a little flame. Yes, I can do it. Um, with assistance, help, transition, resources, mm-hmm. it can be done. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that. Talk about the Offender Workforce Development uh, Program. Yeah, I did that several years ago, um, and it was a very intense class on just looking at all of the barriers, mm-hmm. the philosophies behind reentry, the philosophy behind the mind, how to help someone who has been incarcerated, whether jail or institution, yeah. transition through successfully. There can be a model, there can be a mold, there can be a plan. But if you don't get a buy-in with the person being released, then it's tough for them to be successful. for sure. Okay. So so talk about that a little bit more um, because do you find that uh, people who have, uh, you know, had extended um, uh, incarceration uh, experiences, um, not only are they incarcerated physically, but they're incarcerated mentally, Right. Well, it depends. Okay. Um, If you define your situation by the fact that I'm incarcerated and that's it, Mm -hmm. that's different. Mm -hmm. If you have a mindset as I've made a mistake, Mm -hmm. I take ownership, responsibility, now I'm looking forward to the future. Yeah. And the future is open to you. I love that. But but see, I can can almost see how that is a a freedom mindset, Mm, right? right. That's a a mindset of someone on the outside or that has an experience incarceration, right? 
do you, you know, I mean, you can feel free to interrupt me at yeah, any time, but yeah. do you, I mean, just based on your experience, yeah. right? Um, most of the people that you've dealt with, um, were they able to adopt that mindset uh, pretty easily? Or, I mean, were they kind of like in yeah. that, in that mind frame? And that's a good question. Cause I think sometimes it depends on the background, mm-hmm. uh, what they've come from, what they come through, mm-hmm. the nature of the crime, right? Yeah. Like there are some restrictions when they return to society, but I always go back to the mind is very powerful, yes, right? We only use is. a tiny bit of what we really have, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but if we're looking at, Hey, this is what I want. I want success. I want to transition, but I need to know that there's a plan that I need to be engaged in the plan. Yeah. There may be some work involved. Right. Um, there may be some other legal ramifications. Mm-hmm. All of that combined together and a very hard and a very real look at it. Yeah. They can be successful. You know, yeah. that's, you know, I, I can tell that you're speaking from uh, the place of the program. Yeah. Right. And I love that because I can tell it's your passion and it's your heart. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. But again, people really need to know that, you know, that they, they do have value have and value. I can tell that's yes. the, that's the foundation of that yes. program. Yes. You know, and then, you know, uh, I always say the Christ in me reminds me that we're all human yeah. and humanity is precious, mm-hmm. right? So whatever mistakes someone has made, whatever the past looks like, we always want to look forward to the future. Yeah. Because if you dwell in the past, your future is very daunting and very dark. Mm, that's so good. Yeah, very that's daunting, so very good. dark. That's yeah. so good. Yeah, you know, a lot of us who are, it's funny now that we're having this conversation and we and you and you put it, mm-hmm. you framed it that way because, I mean, you can be a person who have never experienced incarceration physically, but yeah, you can be incarcerated mentally based can. on the things that you've gone through. Exactly. You know, and you have to be able to have enough um, uh, um, uh, you know, ability or enough resources of, of people around you to know that, you know, it's more to yeah. you than yeah. just, just the past. Yeah. It's more to you than just what you've experienced. I believe it takes a community. Mm-hmm. You know, you've heard that proverb, mm-hmm. right? When we raise children, it takes a community or it takes a village. I think the community and the village also should be backing those who have been incarcerated. Right. Right. Um, because it takes that. Yeah. No, no man's an island. Yeah, right? that's I mean, good. you think you can do it on your own, but the reality is we're social creatures. Yeah. We're social beings. Yeah. No man in his island and we should be helping mm. those who need the help. Mm-hmm. People need people. People need people. Yeah. And we people need people. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. we say that, but we do. We yeah. need each other. We need to each be other. Successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's the way that God created it. Right. Absolutely. So when Adam was in the eagle in the garden by himself, he said, look, this dude needs somebody to help, help him out. <laughs> <laughs> <You Help know. laughs> so he created Eve for him, yes, you know, and yes. so that, that sense of community. Yeah. There, mm-hmm. that is so powerful. Um, you know, I mean, here's the thing, you know, when you're going through something, oftentimes we feel like, you know, I'm going through this alone. Mm-mm. Nobody understands right. <laughs> what I'm facing. Nobody yeah. can, you know, empathize or sympathize with what I'm going through, but man, there's always someone that is, has gone through mm. a similar situation Absolutely. or, a or tougher. Yes situation. Yes. Right. Yes. And yeah, I, I love that. I yeah. love that. So we thank all you. have our own individual struggles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no one's alone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. I like that. You are not alone out there. You are not alone. <laughs> yes. Life Talk Radio is here for you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Talk about your, uh, your life as a life coach. So now, right. so d- did that start after your retirement? Um, so that, is that the next chapter that, that you are walking in? Yeah, that's a good question. It did not start after retirement. I've been doing that for the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, I am passionate about helping people, assisting people. Um, if you've got a goal, yeah. you need some accountability, you need some help. I'm here. Mm-hmm. That is part of the next chapter of this retirement. I am looking at 2024, really aggressively looking at that. Cause I think, um, the kingdom needs it. Yes. Right? Yes. Sometimes people need to sit down and say, help me walk through a plan because mm-hmm. I'm here today, mm-hmm. but tomorrow I want to be here or mm-hmm. further along in mm-hmm. where I am, goals, mm-hmm. strategies, mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And so I really believe that sometimes you just need a person to help you be accountable. You know what? That's mm-hmm. good because when people really are the only resource. They are. I mean, they're really, the most precious. They're ones. the most precious, right? Right. I mean, but think about it. No, nothing else that God really created is able to connect with us the way that we connect with each other. Absolutely. Right. Yes. And 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 I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So so, what kind of person are you uh, coaching? Um, what kind of strategies are you mm-hmm. giving? Talk about that just for a moment. Yeah, I have a passion for young people, okay. and I've been working with um, young people, coaching them. Sometimes I realize that young people still have that question, what am I going to do when I grow up? Yeah. Right. 
Um, I Wait, know... I'm laughing because sometimes Uh-oh. we as adults. All right. <laughs> That's I was like, hmm, I don't what am I like that, right? <laughs> what am I going to do when I grow up? What am I going to be? Right. What am I going to be? <laughs> and if you, you can translate that to what is my purpose, right? Yeah. What am I designed to do? What yeah. does God want me to do? And so I love walking people through that process. Mm. What's your weakness? What's your strength? What do you want to do? Mm. What are the passions you have? What are your talents, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes honing down on that um, and working with that in a small space of time can get you where you need to be. Yeah. And you know what? The, the key to that is being a critical thinker, right? Mm-hmm. Because it really does t- require a thought process. You know, you can sit down with the average person and say, okay, what is your strengths? You right. know, what are your strengths? And boom, they can, yeah. they can rattle them off. Okay. But what are your weaknesses? Uh, yeah. We're, we get stuck on that. one. We get stuck on that one. Right. <laughs> right. So, so, so what you're talking about is, is uh, uh, allowing or affording people the ability uh, to really be introspect, yes. right? Know who they are, absolutely, right? At the core. Yeah. And then based on that, come up with the plan of how to be better. Exactly. Because, you know, there's a saying that says, to thy own self be true, mm. right? And sometimes you have to look back and step outside and say, what am I really like? What are my talents? What are my passions? What am I good at? But who am I? Yeah. Right. And you have to be true to who you are. Yeah. Yeah. You know, be true in your own skin. Yeah. Right? And that's, I think sometimes people need a moment, mm-hmm. um, an organized moment yeah. to figure that out. They need time. Um, sometimes you ask the question, like, who are you? That may take you a day. Right. A week or two. <sighs> Absolutely. To and Absolutely. then it may not be a complete answer. Right. Yeah. There'll still be more facets to who you are. And you know what? That's again, and I know we're kind of off subject here, but this is really good mm-hmm. in terms of finding your purpose mm-hmm. and your destiny because you have to be able to embrace your entire self. Entire self. Man, yeah. your entire self. Good, bad, ugly. The good, bad, and the ugly. Absolutely. Right. Um, and you know, I, I have. I had someone on the show uh, the uh, last week, and we were talking about how our childhood mm. forms us into the person that we are going to be later on in life. And it's those formative years between age one and five years old. And if you think about it, literally who you are today, who I am today, is based on that little one through five year old little boy. Yes. Psychology supports that, mm-hmm. that all your formative training, how you interact, what you believe the world to be, mm-hmm. um, what your family support puts in you mm-hmm. is done between one, zero to five. Wow. So would you think or would you say, and I know there's no absolutes here, right? But a lot of people who have been incarcerated, um, is their experience, uh, uh, you know, do you hear like, you know, I grew up without my father, or mm-hmm. I grew up without my mother, or, you know, I come from a broken home or there was a dysfunction mm-hmm. in my home. Do you hear those things? Is that pretty common that I, you hear? I did. I heard that a lot. Okay. Um, as a case manager, I was privileged to actually have background information uh, and reading about the clients, um, past, present, what they're doing. And a lot of that, a lot of that comes trauma from mm. the children. But I'm always a perspective that we can't sit back and be the victim, right? Right. This happened to me when I was two, right. three, four, five, and six. Okay. Right. We recognize that. Right. Treat it if we need it. Right. Counsel you through it if it's needed. Right. But who are you going to be now after mm. that? Mm. How does that form you with your thoughts, right? Mm. Are they thoughts for good? Yeah. Thoughts for chaos? Yeah. Are they thought for positive things or negative things? So sometimes you have to recognize where you come from. What's been done to you or not? Mm-hmm. Accept that, move forward. Right, because you know when you when you are able to do that, you're really taking your power back. We and we have power. Again, we're created in the image of God, and a yes. part of that of that image is power. It's power, you know. And oftentimes, we do as individuals. Man, we give our power away to other people because of what we've experienced or what we did not experience. Right. And that victim mentality really does say that I am powerless. It does. And it's kind of scary. If you take that mindset, then you'll sit back and say, well, whatever happens to me just happens to Mm -hmm. me. I have no choices. Mm -hmm. Or I cannot change because I cannot choose. I cannot choose because right. right. But the moment that you are able to take that power back, understanding that, yes, I've made these these mistakes, but I'm responsible for these mistakes, irregardless of what, of why I made the choice. 
man, it's so right. empowering. It's so powerful. And doesn't that sound like the first step to change? Mm-hmm. You got to recognize where you are, what's mm-hmm. been done. Mm-hmm. Um, take ownership, mm-hmm. right? And step back and say, I can do better. Yeah. But then I will. Yeah. Right. I and that's know. probably the first step of finding your divine purpose and destiny, right? Understanding where you are. Where Understanding where you are yeah. and where you've been and who you are. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so, so you are uh, a life coach mm-hmm. and uh, you are... Uh, are you coaching mainly women? Do you coach men as well? Men and women. And women. But yes. you said more of the younger, yes. younger people, um, right? I, and, I, and I have an affinity for young people because, okay. again, I like the the thought of and the passion in me of helping them to shape their future. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Even if I just throw a small seed in that garden. Yeah. Right? And till it and watch it grow. Yeah. Um, we can just do some phenomenal things with phenomenal people. Absolutely. When we help them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I don't want to get too personal here, okay. but how was your upbringing? Did your mom, did you, your mom and dad give you that support that you felt that you needed as a young person? And that's why you're able to give that now, or you want to give that to, yes. to, to children that don't have it? I would say yes. Um, more so my mother. My father passed away. Okay. Um, I'm the oldest of four. Yeah. He passed away when I was You're 10. number one. I'm number one. <laughs> and I remind my that's siblings occasionally, yeah. right? I do. She's number one, yeah. <laughs> Uh, a four. So yeah. I was 10. So our ages were 10, eight, six, and four. Okay. So I remember things about my father. Mm. He was a, a pastor and a preacher. Mm. And I remember things. Um, occasionally I'll get a, remember a glimpse or a saying or something he said, but a lot of the support I think I've got from where I believe is from my mom. Yeah. Caring heart. Yeah. Concerned about people. Yeah. She loves people. Um, extended family, extended family. Right? Yeah. But that reminded me that there is a compassion in us for humanity. Yeah. Right? We have to. Yeah. Right. We can't say yeah. we love God and we don't love man. Yeah. Right? That's impossible to yeah. do if you love God. And so I think part of that passion for people wanting to be their best. Right. Some of that comes from her. Right. And you know, it's so crazy, man. I mean, I'm sure that you can probably uh, attest to this, though. But you, when you're growing up, you know, you're I'm never going to be like my mom. Never going to be oh, like, like my dad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> say that but at a certain age you're like did i just like, like <laughs> exactly it happens right 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 but now you know i look back so i grew up without my dad mm-hmm. right i met him when i was 10 years old um but the the influence that my mom had on my life my mom mm-hmm. was like your mom she was a very strong woman uh the mother of eight or the, the yeah the mother wow. of eight children right. a single mother right mm-hmm. we never lacked uh my mom was always a very giving person uh she was a praying woman uh and there were just things that I saw her do uh, throughout my lifetime that I really never understood Mm. until I became an adult, right? Right. And now I'm able to appreciate, ah, now I understand. Now I understand. She used to say this, you'll understand a child better by and by. (laughs) Like now I'm in the by and by, right? Now I'm in the by and by. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think that's so important to remember, but I also remind myself that we're sometimes we have a privileged background. Mm. We're privileged, not from an economic, but from a spiritual riches. Mm. But that doesn't mean that I don't share that. Right. Right. That I don't open that up to someone else. Right. Because even if they're not children, when I meet them, if they're young or young adult or moving along in life, let me share that. Mm. Um, I remember saying to someone, I would love to have a lot of little renders running around. Mm. Right. Not that I'm so great, but the compassion part of just looking at humanity saying we're all human. Right. We're all brothers and sisters. Right. Very little separates us in our DNA. Right. 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 So we're all human. I love that heart of compassion, uh, Arenda. I, I have I found in my personal studies that um, people who are compassionate are also people who don't typically hold grudges mm. or um, are able not to forgive mm. because the, f- the basis of forgiveness is compassion, mm-hmm. right? And, and, you know, if you're watching today, Life Talk Radio, and you're dealing with something um, that you've experienced uh, in your lineage, right? Man, have compassion. Understand that a lot of times things are repeated from generation to generation. We call them generational curses, right? Right. And and I learned that a long time ago Mm -hmm. that I saw that in my parents, but I was also able to see them as a child to see that they experienced the very thing that I was experiencing as a child. And I thought, my gosh, they are human. Yes. Yes. <laughs> They're human, right? Yes. And so although people make mistakes and people, you know, they they do things and say things that hurt us. They're it human. always comes from a, they're hurting people. They're, right. they're, they, it comes from a place. It's right. not necessarily to hurt you, right. but it's a reflection of 
they're hurt. Right. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. I, anyway, yeah. that's yeah. that's really, I, really I just good. I got a quick thought I'm going to share. Yeah. Um, the scripture says love covers a multitude of faults mm. and sins, right? Mm. Sometimes we have to step back and say hurt's coming out because I love you. Mm. I don't want to absorb that personally. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you are just having a bad day, yeah. right? Yeah. Sometimes we forget we're human. Right. Um, I, I remember I had some incidents happen a while back and I was like, dang, I just fell off my pedestal. <laughs> 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 right? Oh, I forgot. I am human. We are human. Right. Yeah. We are human. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All, All right. right. Well, let's let's go ahead and move into talking <laughs> about our uh, divine uh, purpose and destiny. Yes. Um, I said at the beginning of the show, the top of the show, that a lot of times people don't know how how to find yes. their purpose and their destiny. Yeah. And we kind of talked about a little bit of, you know, a little bit about, you know, um, uh, you know, understanding who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, but how would a person um, find their purpose and their destiny before we go there? Okay. Before we, I want to put a pin in that. Right, okay. Pin in it, pin in I want to pin it because I want to ask you this question. Okay, go ahead. Is there a difference in purpose and destiny? Mm, that's a good question, Dana. Um, I think so. Okay. I think when you look at what purpose is and what the word means, mm-hmm. right, it's what something's designed or put together to do. Yeah. Um, but I think purpose also helps us answer some questions. Who, what, yeah. where, when, and why. Right? Okay. Sometimes we're like, why am I here? Why am I doing this? What am I supposed to be doing? What do I do when I grow up? Right. right? So purpose helps us. But divine destiny is what is God's plan or lot or assignment for our life. Mm. Okay. Right? Okay. And that's really good. Uh, I want people to know that um, I do believe that there's a difference in purpose and destiny, right? When you look at the grand scheme mm. of the creation of humanity, mm-hmm. I really believe that our purpose was to, is, is fellowship with God, Yes, right? And, you know, yes, can you be successful outside of God? You can. You can. Right? You can make money. You can have a name. You can have fame. You can have all those things. But the purpose, the God-given purpose for every human being on this planet is to have fellowship with him. Yes. Right? God's pleasure and God's use. God's pleasure and God's use. And sometimes we miss it. That's why they say you can have all the money in the world. You can live in the biggest house on the hill, but there's always that God-sized void. Right. Right? Absolutely. So so you got to understand that your purpose Mm -hmm. is really to have fellowship with God. It is. It is. And he desires that from us. He desires it. Right. He's waiting. Right. God is a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Right? He's not going to force you, twist your arm, make you do this, make you do that, make you serve mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. But it comes from a place that we want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's what God wants from yeah. us, that we want to do. Yeah, yeah. I have a couple of definitions that okay. I want to read to you. All right, go ahead. Throw them at me. Throw them at me. Throw them at me. <laughs> okay, this is what I've, I've found, okay? And this is first the definition of destiny. I'm going to take it slowly because okay. I want you to weigh in on this, okay? okay. And then we're going to unpin what we are just talking about, all right? Okay. About... Uh, how did what were we saying? We were I don't saying, know. I hope you remember. I <laughs> I'm the one that put the pin there. I put the pin there. I will job. figure it out. <laughs> you put the pin in. Okay, so let's let me hear, let me hear I'll your figure it out. I'll figure it out. Okay, okay. so the definition of destiny. Okay, mm-hmm. it is said that destiny is the idea that events in a person's life are predetermined and inevitable. Mm-hmm. Let's take that first piece first. Okay. Okay. Do you agree or disagree with that? I agree to an extent. Okay. Um, we have choices in life. Okay. If God has a divine plan for your life, this is what he hopes you will do. Mm. And this may be what you will do. Okay. Right. So to an essence, it is predetermined because God knows everything. He's outside of time. He controls all and all powerful and all knowing. Okay. But we have to make a choice. Okay. We need to line up with what his plan is. Okay. And do our own. Huh. Okay. So... How do we, I want to, I want to frame, how can we frame that? So let's just, let's just take the people that you have interacted with in the past. Someone that's been incarcerated for years. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, you know, they didn't have the best upbringing. They maybe had a one parent home. Maybe they lived in a very low income area and they didn't have things afforded to them that let's say a person of affluence would. Um, And that person made bad choices for Mm. whatever reason, because of that, you know, because of their, their past. uh, And they ended up in prison. Um, Do you think that was predetermined or predestinated by God? And it, I think there's a part of this says that it can be right. Mm. Because if God knows what you're going to choose, I mean, you're still making those choices. 
doesn't mean they're all good. Right? Okay. You can make some bad choices. Okay. But if you look and say back and say, hey, my life has done this to this point, it's predetermined, right? Okay. But you can change that course. So okay. if you decide that you want to take a different path, mm-hmm. make different choices. Okay. And God has that laid out for you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because, you know, when, as I'm, as I'm uh, talking to you about this, mm-hmm. I, I tend to, to, to disagree uh, with this this statement okay. that our lives are predetermined and they are inevitable, mm-hmm. right? That word "inevitable" is a pretty strong. It's very it's a, strong. It's like it, it, the, the 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 word there, picture that I get. There's, <laughs> there's some doom. The word picture that I see with that is like a salmon fish swimming upstream, right? And he's never going to make it to the top, right? Because the current is too is too strong, right? Right. Um. So although I believe in the sovereignty of God, yes. right. I believe that God is a sovereign God and he knows all things. I don't think that my lot in life is inevitable, irregardless of my actions. Mm, Right? I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, I have to work or I, not just I, but people, individuals, people have to to work for what they want. Right? right? And you may fail over and over and over and over again a hundred times, but you keep pushing, right? Right. Uh, To break that inevitability off of your life. And the thought I had, and if you know your purpose, mm-hmm. you keep working. Okay. Right. If you know what your design, what mm-hmm. your destiny is, mm-hmm. no matter what everything else out there looks mm-hmm. like, you keep pushing and you keep working mm-hmm. for it mm-hmm. because we want to be in line with what God's will yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Let me read the second part of that definition, okay? okay? Because it's going to add. It's going to. It's going to add to um, uh, the first part of that. So okay. destiny also suggests that there is a fixed course. Or outcome that one is fated to experience. Mm. Mm. What do you think about that? Well, first of all, that word fate always seems like it's the negative part mm-hmm. of what could happen. Mm-hmm. But if we're thinking about God's divine destiny for our lives, he's already got the plan, mm-hmm. his divine plan. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we can be off the divine plan, mm-hmm. right? So if we're on God's divine plan and he's setting up events, people, Mm. forces, networks Mm -hmm. for us to then make those connections. If we're following his divine plan, Mm. we'll get there. Yeah. 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 So, you know, it really goes back to, um, you know, fellowship with God. Mm. Okay. So here's the thing. Okay. Is it Jeremiah 29 and 11? I like that scripture. That says, I know the plans plans. or the thoughts that I have towards you, Mm -hmm. thoughts of good and, and to, not of and evil, not of evil yes. to bring to prosper you and to bring you an expected, expected end. Okay. Yes. So with that said, I can see how there's mm-hmm. some predetermination mm-hmm. in that. Right. Right. Because it's all good. Yes. It's all good. And not to say that, you know, if you were raised in church that you didn't still make bad choices oh, because no, we don't, actually, we're human, right? Don't <laughs> we're, forget that. We're, hu- we're human, we're human yes, right? Yes, we're human. But but when you learn to align yourself mm, good word, with good word. With the purpose of God, right, and that's that's really being intentional, right, about yes. about our our life. It is, and I love the fact that what you do is helping young people align with that purpose, so they don't get off course. Exactly, because align so is a strong word. That's right? so powerful. When you're aligned with where you should be in God's divine plan, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Leap over troops, right? Mm-hmm. Jump over walls. Mm-hmm. You do that. Mm-hmm. You have to be in alignment. With I that. love that. Yeah. I love that. And that's what that's the that's the whole purpose of what of what you're living for right it now. It is. It is. That's where I am right now. <laughs> I really wanted to just reach out, and I'll add to. I've worked with some older adults. Yeah. So I, I don't just limit myself to young people, but I've worked with older adults who are asking that same question. Mm-hmm. I'm grown up, mm-hmm. but what am I supposed to be doing with my mm-hmm. life? Why am I here? Mm-hmm. What's my purpose? Mm-hmm. Why did this happen? Mm-hmm. Right. We all want to work through all of that mm-hmm. through purpose and divine destiny. And you know what, too? Sometimes, you know, purpose is the baseline of normalcy. Mm. Let me tell you what I mean by that. Yeah, please. please. Right. So sometimes God has called us just to oh. the normal things of life because sometimes we think of purpose of being this huge ministry right. or this this very wealthy 
life right. or driving the best car right. or, you know, having the biggest name. And sometimes it's the, I remember, let me tell you why, how I'm deriving to this thought okay. process. And I like where you're going. I like it. I, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> um, I'm deriving to that because I remember in my 15 year addiction, this is the way I saw myself, mm. right? So you got the baseline. Okay. The baseline is zero percentage, okay. right? That's that's normalcy, uh-huh. right? My addiction caused me to be, be below mm. the normalcy line. So I was a negative 15, a negative 25, right? right? Okay. And it was... It was so difficult for me just to be able to do the normal, normal things, stuff, right? walk down the street and enjoy the sun, wow. go and have the ability to buy a Coke from the store. Right. I couldn't do those things. Right. right? right. And so when as God began to heal me right. and bring me back to that baseline of normalcy, mm. I saw so much purpose at that zero percent. Right. Right. And so I, 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 I'm, I'm saying that sometimes the purpose is just for you to be able to live, live, live and be happy, be happy. And I'm glad you brought that up because I think sometimes when we say destiny, we want to look at this big, huge mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to be the next LeBron. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the next Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. What? And those no, things are good. Those, great. Those, those things are good. They're great. Right. They're great. But what is your purpose? Mm. And I like the fact that Jesus, sometimes the purpose is just raise your two kids. Right. Just raise your two kids. And right and raise a healthy, raise a healthy child. Because you're contributed to society with oh, a healthy. Oh man, that's so. Just good. go to work because your contribution to whatever you're doing yep. is adding to the big picture. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes being normal is okay, mm. right? Sometimes we get all. Oh, I got to do again, build a bridge, break a bridge, mm. build a. No, just mm. do do. Mm-hmm. They say do you, mm-hmm. like, do you boo, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Just be normal. Sometimes just being normal. It's is. all. It's all. Um, it's all important and it's mm. all beautiful. In the eyes of God. Yes, it is. Right? Absolutely. And and I remember when I got to that to that baseline, you know, I, I used to pray and I used to cry, Lord, I just want normalcy in my life. Wow. Just the normal things, you know, did. and look what he did. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then once you get above that zero percentage, everything else is gravy. Yes. Right. That's all. It's right. all beautiful. It's all good. Steps, you start right? working those other steps. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's finding I your purpose and destiny. It. Yeah. I love it. And I think your scenario and your personal testimony Gives a tribute to that. Yeah. You've got to ask God. Yeah. You gotta to talk to God. You gotta yeah. pray. Yeah. Ask, seek. Yeah. Right. Knock. Yeah. Right. But when you do that, then you've got to be intentional yeah. about what God has given you. Yeah. Your portion, your portion of the kingdom. Yeah. Right. You gotta be intentional about that. Okay. So let's stick a, with it. That's a great segue. Great yes. segue. Great segue. Okay. Great. Good. Segway. Great. <laughs> and to the four things that you wanted to talk about. Yes. So one of the things or the first thing that you uh, talk about in your uh, coaching process is when discovering your divine purpose and destiny is prepare prayerfully. Prayerfully. Okay. Um, I believe when we say divine destiny, you can't leave out God, mm. right? Mm-hmm. We've must, already discussed that. Right, yeah. right. You mm-hmm. must ask the creator, what mm-hmm. are you designing for me mm-hmm. to do? Mm-hmm. What do you have me to do? Mm-hmm. And then what passions, loves, great things you like to do has he given you mm-hmm. to hone in on that skill, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you got to have some conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, conversation translates to prayer, however you do that. Right. Um, where, whatever posture you take, mm-hmm. wherever you are, whatever environment you're in, you must have a conversation with God. You do must you, ask. I, you must ask. But do you agree that you also have to listen in prayer? Abs- I said conversation. Conversation. <laughs> right? You did say you that. You got to listen, right? <laughs> I know sometimes we want to spill out all the things that we have on our mm-hmm. list, but we have to step back and say, if I am communing, I have a relationship, I'm in a conversation, yeah. there's some two-way going on. Yeah. Yeah. And you need to be ready and yeah. listening for God to talk to you. How yeah. do you know? Right? You know, and, and God will, he will lead you and he will guide you. Um, and he will use the, the oddest things sometimes to speak to you. I agree right. With that. He'll use 
a child. He'll use a mm. circumstance. Yes. He'll use a song. Yes. He'll use, I mean, God will use. He can use anything. He can God, use right? anything. Absolutely. And you have to be able to hear him. Right. So, so here's the thing. So I, I really believe, and I'm preaching this and I'm teaching this, that um, we have to be able to discern. Oh, I was thinking that word. I'm glad you said it. Right? Yeah. Discern the times and seasons yes. of our life. Yes. Right? Right. And we we run around, oh, I got to go through this conference. I got to go to that, uh, that prophet. No, no, no. No, 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 no. God wants to lead you yes. into your purpose. Yes. I don't need evangelist, you know, Joe Blow to tell me Just what my purpose ask is. As God, right? Ask God yes, right? right? And so as you're preparing prayerfully, I love the way you frame that. Um, you got to be able to discern. And here's yes. the thing, right? You got to be able to hear the yeses. Yes. The noes. And the noes. And the maybes. And the maybes. Yeah. Or the silence. Or the silence, right? right? Here's the thing with the silence. If you don't, if God doesn't speak, be still. I agree with that. I right? completely agree A with that. A lot of Christians have spiritual ADHD. Wow. Let me ponder that for a second. <laughs> wow. Let me tell you what that means, okay? Wow. That yeah. means that we always have to be doing something, yeah. busy, right? Busy, 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 busy yeah. you know? Mm. Uh, I always got to be, uh, I don't know, just whatever that busyness is. Yeah. And the Bible says, though, to stand still and see, and see the salvation yes. of the Lord. Yes. So in those moments where God is silent about your purpose, baby, don't make a move. I know, be still. Be still, really. right? Be still. Yeah. But discern what God is saying. Because here's the thing, mm. God has designed in heaven, mm. every single individual has a design yes. that God has yes. created in the heavens yes. that we have the responsibility of building in the earth. You know how powerful that is, what you just said? Yeah. I actually got chills when you said oh, that. Oh, that's awesome. No, really. Because it is designed in heaven. It is designed in and heaven. How it's going to be modeled on It's the a earth. father, may I? Yes. Yes, you may. Yes. Right? Yeah. And, and until we are able to align ourselves with what the purpose is through praying prayerfully. Prayerfully. Right? Yeah. We're going to miss it. Yeah. Right? And sometimes you got to be intentional about mm-hmm. the prayer, right? Mm-hmm. I've known sometimes I'm praying, I'm like, okay, I don't know what the Lord just said. And the minute I'm done, I have a thought. Mm-hmm. Again, the Lord uses something that catches mm-hmm. my attention. Or someone says a word to me, yep. right? I'm somewhere, I hear that song, right? You're like, man, I've been praying about that a lot, but is, are you speaking to me? Because yep. sometimes he's choosing how he's going to speak to you. Absolutely. And you've got to start the conversation with Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Yeah. Before we move to the next thing, I, I found this out in prayer, mm. right? That God speaks on a frequency, mm. right? Okay. And oftentimes... Um, we are on a different frequency. Mm, God is on channel A. (laughs) We're on channel B. Right. Right. And we're missing those. We're missing the communication. Right. But when we can sit still in the presence Mm, of the Lord and, and, and understand where he is and be open to what he is saying. And we are able to, to, to hear Mm. On that frequency, then we can communicate Isn't with that God. Powerful? That's so powerful, wow. and that's something that God has taught me in my own. I love that prayer life. Yeah, and thank you for sharing that because I think that's so important when we're talking to God. We need to be in the position, mm. the headspace or mm. mind space, however mm-hmm. you want to say mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. to be positioned ready to hear the God Almighty, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, man, I mean, I've been places. I'm like, I think I just missed an opportunity to do something, right? Yeah. You have that, like, Lord, did I just did I pass that test? Right. Did I fail that test? Right. Hopefully, Lord, if you bring it back to me again, I'll do better. Right. That's when we need to know we just need to come up. Yeah. There are things in us we need to perfect. Absolutely. Because yeah. did, you, did you know this, that frequency has a force? Yes. A frequency or a sound can move things. Yeah. Right. And I'm thinking when you said frequency, my mind went to radio waves. Yes, right? absolutely. Same thing. Absolutely. Right. right. Absolutely. That's how they work. They're constantly moving mm-hmm. a certain wavelength. If you're not on the tuner or the mm-hmm. scanner where that wavelength is, mm-hmm. you, will, you, you can't be a receiver. You're not going to miss it. So yeah. how do you develop that? You develop that by prayer. Prayer. Right. Prayer. Petition prayer. Speaking supplication God. prayer. Yes. Quiet time. Yes. Meditation. In prayer. Meditation. All of those things. Right. All of right. those things. All I, those love things. I love that. I love that. Mm. Let's transition to plan purposely. Talk yes. about that just for a moment. I think when God gives you um, your destiny and purpose, you've got to be planned purposefully. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a talent, uh, maybe it's time to hone that skill. Mm-hmm. Right? Do some research. Mm-hmm. Right. Get some experience. Mentor, tutoring, whatever you need to make you the best. Mm-hmm. You've got a plan for mm. that. You can't just wake up and say, okay, now I'm going to be the next X, Y, and Z. 
Where's your strategy? Right. What's the action plan? Right. Where's the short term, long term goals? Right. Um, when God hands us something, right. we just don't sit back and think it's going to fall in our lap. We've got to do a little planning to get there. Right. And some work. Okay. Yeah. So, so how does a person, uh, talk about how a person can effectively uh, prepare. Mm. Talk about that process just for a moment. Yeah. And I'm going to share something with you that um, the Lord spoke to me personally. And Lord, forgive me because I haven't done it yet. Um, I had, <laughs> I retired. So I have, I feel like I can go in 10 different directions. Right? Yeah. Lord, I want to do this. I want to do A. I want to do B. I don't want to do C. Yeah. Um, the Lord spoke to me, well, just write it down. I was like, okay, write it down. Mm-hmm. Sometimes getting what's going here on paper gives mm-hmm. us a realistic look mm-hmm. at what we think we might be good at, what we think we might want to do, how we want to impact the kingdom yep. or our community. Yep. But let's write it down and yep. see what it is. Because yep. when you get it out of here and put it on paper, you might say, okay, well, I don't I don't know, Lord, is that is that where I'm going to go? Mm-hmm. Do we need to restructure A, B, C, and D or one, two, and three? Mm-hmm. But I think getting it down and writing it gives us a visual and helps us to be a little more concrete. You know, that's really good because, again, that really does pull the design down, yes. right? Yeah. Because here's the thing. You know, I love that scripture that says that I will give you the desires of your heart, yes. right? People think, oh, if I want to win a million dollars, then boom, that's the, you know, God's going <laughs> to give it to you, right? No, that's, that's not, not what, what it is. is. He it's says not- that I'm going to put within you. Yes, what I plan for you, yes. what I purpose for you, I'm going to put it within it's your heart, it's right? There. It's I'm going to put it there. And so when we're talking about planning mm. purposely, the things that you are writing down, those are... Those are plans that God has That's put you within you, right? That's yeah. how you get started. And sometimes that, that plan is like, like you said earlier, it's now, it's later, it's maybe, right? Yeah, right. But you are, you are, you are writing it down. Mm-hmm. Making it concrete. Can I add this? Because, and I'm going to do an, a podcast uh, on this uh, probably uh, in the near future. Uh, God showed me something about planning purposely. Ooh, I can't wait. Yes. Are you going to give us a secret now? I'm going to give you, you the secret oh, thank now, you, thank you. right? Okay, I'm ready. So <clears throat> when you are planning mm-hmm. purposely, keep it to yourself. Ooh, I think you should repeat that. Mm. Keep it to yourself. Wow. This is what God told me, okay. right? So the Bible says that we have to pay for every idle word, mm, yeah. right? Yeah. And when we take a design mm-hmm. that God has designed in heaven and we begin to speak it mm. before it's built, oh. you are actually wasting the design. Oh my and goodness. God showed me this. He said, Dana, until you build it, mm. keep it to yourself. Okay. And then when you present it, the success comes from You've received the design, you've built it, and now you present it. And then I read this article that said that when you share something with someone before it's actually completed, the person that you're speaking with, their reaction to your idea Mm. releases an endorphin in your brain that tells you that you've already accomplished it. My goodness, and it causes you to relax on whatever that thing is because your brain thinks that it's already done. That's powerful. That that goes back to you know you say it and believe it, right? Right. We said that, right? And then you can conceptualize it when you're writing it down. Yeah. But I like that when you said, "Be careful and hold it to yourself." Mm, Hold it to yourself. I've shared build it first. Yes, I've shared um, dreams with people that expected them to be on top of the the mountain for me. When their words uttered and it crashed and came to the valley, I was like, oh, my God, I should have just kept that to myself. Or right? or, or or maybe maybe I'm not supposed to do that. Exactly. Right. Words are powerful. Words are powerful. Right. So as you're planning, plan purposely, purposely but plan in secret. Yes. That's it's that's it. I'm telling that. you, it, yeah. I, it's it, it, it is a principle that I am learning uh, in my and my this season mm, of my life yeah. that has been so powerful for me even with this podcast words are powerful <laughs> words are powerful are. right but going back to the to the beginning of that just planning have a plan have, have, a, plan. A, strategy, have a strategy write it down and take the necessary steps that it requires to execute that plan yes and what i like to say too is is continue to seek god in this process mm-hmm. um, sometimes and i would say probably a lot of times god's not going to give you the whole plan all at once because mm-hmm. if he were to show you you <laughs> It would, um, some people would, would pass blow. out, right? And you wouldn't believe it, it right? It would blow your mind. Like, I yeah. want to do this, right. right? And sometimes we have to be careful that we don't get stuck on the mm. "I'm going to do this" yeah. part. 
And so I think getting it down, writing it down, looking at it, seeking God. Okay, God, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Where are the resources? Mm-hmm. Who are the people? Where are the networks that mm-hmm. I need? Where's the physical building if it's something to do with the building? Mm-hmm. So getting that down out of your head on paper, looking at it, commits yeah. you to it. That's a and great. And makes it very specific when you're praying. That's a great, great, great mm-hmm. uh, 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 principle right there. Yeah. Prepare prayerfully. Plan purposely. And then the third thing that you talk about is proceeding positively. Positively. Yeah. Speak success. Yes. Talk about it as if it is going to be. Yes. We just talked about that, yes. right? right? Be careful who you share with. Right. But you have to be the buy-in first. Yep. You've got to believe it first. Right. You've got to believe it. The concept says if you believe it, then someone else will believe it, right? I can't tell you of how strong that is. Mm. Out of everything that we've talked about tonight, I think that is one of the strongest things because mm. your self-talk determines the trajectory of your Absolutely. life and your success. Right. Right? Yes. And it's surprising how many people don't know that. Oh, what my God. What you say to yourself exactly. comes out in your posture, in your actions, how you speak, how you talk, how yep. you live. Yeah. It's powerful. Yeah. I saw something the other day about, uh, I say, mm, about seven or eight days ago. Okay. Uh, I can't remember the man's name, but uh, he said, if you want to create new pathways in your brain, mm. if you brush your teeth in the morning with your right hand, brush your teeth with your left hand. And after you brush your teeth, <laughs> after you brush your teeth, look at yourself in the mirror and say, I love you 10 times. Wow. And then you go outside. <laughs> listen to this. Okay. You go outside and you take 25 deep breaths. And he said this, these three actions in the morning causes your brain to create new pathways mm. because you you need to break some habits, right? right? Yeah. And I've been doing it, uh, Arenda, for about 10 days now. And I'm not kidding you. My energy level during the day wow. is through the roof. Oh, my goodness. I'm it's a little awkward. That. It's yeah. a little awkward it brushing awkward. your teeth with your left hand. Yes. <laughs> I, I had a visual that I wasn't successful on the first try with that. But OK, I see that. But I do. And I've had some studies and I've read that when we change what we do ordinarily. Yeah. It causes the brain to do something Absolutely. else. And we grow or use that muscle Absolutely. that we don't normally and use. And so here's the thing. When you create those pathways, yeah. then you can redirect the information or you can direct the information that you send down those pathways, wow, right? Like so I'm brushing with the left hand, creating a new pathway. Yeah. I'm telling myself, I love you, wow. right? Yeah. And so I'm putting the information down that pathway right. and then I'm fueling my brain with the oxygen from those deep breaths. You gotta wow. try I it. I gotta try it. Yeah, you've convinced me. You gotta I'll, try it. Tomorrow morning, first yeah, thing. I'm serious, you I'll gotta try it. I'll keep you posted on how it goes. So. <laughs> I love that, but I love that thought of the brain, right? Yeah. And talking to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I tell people sometimes, you know, you, you talk to yourself. Now, we're not talking about a conversation because that's yeah. something different. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, but you, when you get I up in the morning. People, I know people who do that. Okay, why? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be careful. Watch those people, right? But wait, what, what are you saying to yourself mm-hmm. when something happens? Mm-hmm. When you encounter a situation, mm-hmm. when you encounter people, mm-hmm. when your past comes up, right? What are you telling yourself? Yeah. Because what you tell yourself is what your brain internalizes, For sure. as you just said, and For what sure. you believe. For sure. Because here's the thing. You can pray all day. Yeah. You can plan all day. Right. But when you proceed, you're going to always hit roadblocks. Always. I mean, it's a part of the journey. And it's right? a part of life. It's a part of life. Everybody you won't know the power of success yes. until you have a failure. Yes, absolutely. Right? right. And your self-talk of what happens mm. in that moment really determines if you're going to continue or it not. It does. I was looking at a saying that um, gave me some statistics about how many times um, like your Albert Einstein's, your Ben Franklin's, we're mm-hmm. always trying to discover stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They have more failures than successes. Yes. But it's what they said to themselves. Right. This is not a failure. Right. This is a lesson. Right. And now I know what not to do the next right. time. Right. So we've got to change that around. We've got to tell ourselves, we're yeah. failures. Yeah. This is a lesson. And each failure is one step closer to your success. Isn't that great? But sometimes we got to tell ourselves that. You have to you tell have to yourself that. that. You I'm have not to kidding recognize. you. Oh, I'm not either. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I got a serious face right now. You yeah. got to tell yourself. Right. Because what you say to yourself is who you become. Yeah. I think I, we had lunch, uh, what, a couple of weeks ago. A couple weeks ago. Uh, and I was telling you when I woke up that morning, uh, I, I met I was dealing with some stuff that day. Mm-hmm. Just thoughts of inadequacies mm-hmm. and thoughts of insecurities about my show and about, you know, just. Right. And I, I really, I could have got stuck there. Yeah, right? You could have. But because my self-talk and my normal self-talk is building myself up, mm-hmm. man, you are able to gr- take that thing by the neck. 
right? And choke yes. it out. Victor. Right? Right. You're a victor. You're yes. a victor. Victory. We are victorious. Yes. I hear victory. Yes. 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 Yeah. And so you so the more that you are positive with yourself, yeah. the more affirmations that you give to yourself when nobody else gives them to yes. you, right? Yes. Even in those moments of failure, man, right. I, it, it hurt when I failed, but guess what? I tried. Yes. Yes, I try. There's success in trying. And there's success in trying. Absolutely. Right? right. So I want to encourage you today that if you are mm-hmm. dealing with negative self-talk, man, get rid of it because oh I don't gosh. care. You can do all these other steps, but if you don't have step Spend number yourself. three down, yes. man, it's you're gonna fail at everything yes. else. Yes. Right? Yes. And I and also too, um, sometimes you have to surround yourself with people who agree with that, that thought, right? Oh my gosh, that is so powerful right mm-hmm. there. You are what you eat. Yes. And you are who you hang around. You are. Right? Exactly. Birds of a feather flock, flock together. together. It's. Right? So, I'm so glad that you said that. That's so good because that's a tool. Yes. That's a tool, right? Yes. If so, if you're if you're dealing with negative self talk, man, look at who you're hanging around with. Yeah. Right. And sometimes it, you know you got to make some changes. Yeah. New season. <laughs> It's a new season. It's new a day. new season. I like that song, right? Because it's true. It's a it's new true. day. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's yes. a new day. It yeah. depends on what you know, who's surrounding you, what they're saying to you. Right. You have a tendency to believe. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Not sure who you are. You, you know what? You yeah. said this to me the other day, and I always say it to other people. But if you're the smartest person in the room, oh my gosh, you need to change the people. You got to change you. the people around you. Yes. Because you're not being challenged. Exactly. Right. You're not going to grow. You're not going to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Wow. That's, that's, wow. that's so powerful, man. Yes. We're giving you guys some great tips today. I told you yes. at the beginning <laughs> of the show, the top of the show that today was going to be a great day. Today's the day. Today's the day. Yes. <laughs> today is the day. Yes. Yes. And then you talk about pursue persistently. Persistently. Whew. Yes. When you um, understand yeah. that you're walking God's divine destiny and that you're doing the passion of what he gave you, the desire in your yeah. heart. Yeah. No one has to motivate yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. No one has to say, okay, get up in the morning, get yeah. up at six, get up at six, do this, that, and the other. You stick with it no matter what. And we mm-hmm. talked about that being challenged, mm-hmm. right? You do it no matter what, mm-hmm. even if you're getting paid or not getting paid, mm-hmm. if you're getting a pat on the back or not, mm-hmm. if you're getting the accolades because it's part of you, you pursue it persistently, you don't let it go. Mm-hmm. You go after it. You know, because believe it or not, everybody is persistent. Oh, yes. To a degree. But no, everybody's persistent, okay. but what's fueling that persistence? Oh, okay. Yeah. Right? That's if okay. your negative, if your self-talk is negative, you're persistent, persistently doing that. Yes. If you're persistently being negative, persistently being lazy, mm-hmm. persistently being, you know? Yeah. I mean, change the fuel. Right. Right? Right. Change the course. Change the course and the pursue direction. persistently. Yes, I like that. Yes. Your 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 goals, man, they're they're so worth fighting they for are, and they're your goals they're your, the goals. Yeah, they're your goals yeah your goals we all have different goals but your goals i like that is worth fighting mm-hmm. for but you've got to be fighting mm-hmm. right you can't just we talked mm-hmm. about earlier right go victim mm-hmm. oh x y and z happened to me mm-hmm. you've got to fight for mm-hmm. it and be persistent about it yeah yeah get in there go it's to, it's your it's your story it's your purpose yeah. it's your d- destiny mm-hmm. and man you write your own story you that's do. the beauty of this yep. and i feel like i'm changing a chapter now like i've closed yeah. one i'm gonna write a yeah. new chapter there you go we can all do that yeah yeah we can all do it. <laughs> just go for it. Go yeah. after it. So yeah. how, how do you, um, let's just say you're my life coach right now. Okay. Okay. And, and I'm telling you, I'm struggling with, and I, I have struggled with this in the past, mm. is is starting something, mm-hmm. but seeing it to completion. Right. How would you give, give the listeners uh, some tips or some tools okay. on how to be persistent in your in your pursuing. Yes. And I think part of it is stepping back to say, what is your goal? Mm -hmm. What do you want to do? And is it really what you want to do or somebody else? So reading through that, making sure it's you, what you want to do and not somebody else's goal for you Mm -hmm. is a step. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you have to realize, um, do you really want it? How bad do you want it? Mm. Because if you start something and I'm doing all the work, but you're not buying in and you're not working, you're not going to get there. Mm. So how bad do you want it? And do you really want to work for it? Mm. And I think when you start with that, you can do the rest of the steps. Okay, mm. let me plan. What do I need to do? Short-term, long-term goals, small bite-sized goals, mm-hmm. right? Micro goals. Yes, but you got to ask yourself, is this really what I want? Yeah. And is this what I really want to do? Mm-hmm. Or am I taking on someone else's idea or thought? Mm-hmm. And I think that process helps to weed out a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll talk to the clients and say, let's work on three things. And then we need to three down to one. Okay. Because sometimes you got to get one done before two and three. Right. right? Right. And sometimes as humans, we want to jump out there and do 
all of the things all at the one time at the same time. You can't do anything well. You know what? That's so good. And that's one of the things that I think a lot of people um, uh, struggle with mm-hmm. is, you know, their pendulum swings mm. so wide, right? Yeah. So on the one hand, oh, I'm so demotivated or, um, you know, I, I, I don't want to do this or I can't accomplish this, you know, that negative self, self-talk. And then the pendulum swings on the other side and they get this burst of energy mm-hmm. right. and they want to do everything on the list. Yes. And then when you... Are not you can't be effective that way. You can't. And when you can't accomplish something, a micro goal, yes, right, or a mini goal, right, it it demotivates you. It does. You, right? It short circuits you, right? It You're like short circuits. You come up with all kind of negative stuff mm-hmm. why you can't succeed. Mm-hmm. But I always go back to we have the capacity to do a lot, mm-hmm. but focus on what's the immediate, the important, mm-hmm. and prioritize and get that done first. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really good at uh, time management. I teach a time management class occasionally. I want to take that. And, okay. Yeah. I'm serious. I want to take that. Okay. We'll yeah. chat. We'll okay. chat. But one of the concepts is do the first things first. Yeah. I mean, I, you got a list of things things to do that are 10 in number. Yeah. But number one must be done first right. because it's priority. It's right. most important. But typically when one is done, two and three and four and five and six will follow. Mm-hmm. But because we jump around and we get scared with number one, mm-hmm. we don't get it done. We avoid it. Yeah. And then when you get down to two and three, you're like, that doesn't make any sense because one's not <laughs> right, done, right? right? So right. sometimes we got to teach ourselves to do the first things first and be disciplined and get it done. Yeah. Yeah. So is it okay when a person is pursuing uh, persistently, is it okay to take a break or mm-hmm. should they always be pushing, pushing, pushing? Right. And that goes to, you need to know yourself, right? Now I know that for me, if I take a break too long, mm-hmm. I get off track, mm-hmm. I get distracted. And so I like to tell people, hey, you, you need to know your window um, a day, mm-hmm. a two or three. Mm-hmm. Can you still focus? Mm-hmm. If you cannot focus and you get off track, you stay with it. Yeah. Stay with the grind. Yeah. Now, maybe you need a vacation, mm-hmm. right? Maybe you need a break because physically the grind is getting you. Mm-hmm. But we got to stay focused on that goal. Yeah. Because if you take a break, life happens. Yeah. You know, the concept of Murphy's Law, yeah. right? Yeah. I was going to, but mm-hmm. I should have. But I was supposed to be here, but this happened. Mm-hmm. So we have to be careful. Isn't it Murphy's law? Whatever could go wrong will, will go, wrong. go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I, I'm very cautious about breaks. Right. Right. Because then life will step in and something will go wrong. Right. <laughs> like, oh, it's two years later and I'm still on goal number halfway through. Right. We don't want to do that. <laughs> Wow, that that's so good. That's so good. So yeah, so you gotta uh, let's just kind of recap those a little mm-hmm. bit. Okay, you gotta prepare prayerfully. Prayerfully, yes. You have to plan purposely. On purpose. You have to proceed positively. Positive. Most important. Yes. Right. And then you gotta pursue persistently. Stick with it. Hang in there. No matter what happens, what people say. What events come up, you stick with them. Mm-hmm. You know the divine destiny. Yeah. Stay with it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So talking about uh, uh, divine destiny and purpose, uh, I want to read a definition for purpose. Okay. Okay. And then I'm going to- Was that the pen that we, we left? Maybe. That may have been the pen. Maybe. Right? Okay. Let's go. Let's, let's make that <laughs> I the forgot pen. about the pen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's purpose is it. Yeah. I, I okay. need, I, need uh, I don't know, maybe I need someone over there saying, hey, the pen, the pen, what about the pen? <laughs> so listeners like share like share like Dana yeah. About the pen. Okay. yeah if you can remember what the pin was please put it in the chat yes. or put it in there in there so we can know what the pin was. was i will send you a special gift if you are accurate and correct about what the pin was all right all right great great <laughs> all right what so let's got? let's talk about purpose okay so purpose opposed to destiny mm. uh relates to the meaningful goals and intention one ascribes to their life's journey, which gives them direction and fulfillment. Mm. Let me read it again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Purpose relates to the meaningful goals and intention one ascribes to their life's journey, which gives them direction and fulfillment. I like that. I like it too. Yeah. And as you were reading it uh, the first and second time, I went back to something I think I said earlier. Purpose will answer those questions. Mm-hmm. Who, what, where, when, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why? Mm-hmm. And we can and how, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I think that when you're looking at purpose, all of that comes into play. But I always go back to sometimes when we hear long definitions, yeah. we get lost in them. Yeah. But go back to the reasons. Yeah. Why? How? What? Who? Right. Right. And then, you know, we're asking God about the wind as well, right? right. So I think all that wraps into, right. into the purpose. You know, I'm, I'm, I like what you just said, um, who, what, when, where. Mm-hmm. Um, all of those things are important. Yes. 
the why is of, of the utmost importance. Yes. The when, however, don't get caught up on the when. Yes. Not W I N, but W E N. Right. W H E N. H E N. Right. Almost spelled that wrong. <laughs> Almost spelled that wrong. <laughs> right. Because sometimes things take time. It takes time. Yeah. It takes time. Um, I was thinking literally on the way here that sometimes we have to understand that it's just not all about us. Mm hmm. We've got our divine purpose, mm-hmm. but maybe God's got to move some other things, some mm-hmm. other pieces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about the analogy. I used to play chess when I was younger. Okay. I need to get back to it. Okay, right? that's cool. But you don't get checkmate in the first move. Okay. Right? You've got to move some pieces. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to come up with some strategy right. right? before you can go checkmate. Right. And I think sometimes we've got to step back and say, hey, I've got my piece. I know what my purpose is. But God's got to move some other things, mm-hmm. some other events people in places to get mm-hmm. you in line with where you need to That's be. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. Keep that in mind. yeah. Don't get caught up on, on, on the win. Yeah. Although you may have a goal, let's say from a year from now, I yes. want to have my book finished. Yeah. Right. If it doesn't happen in a year, keep working that's on okay. The book. Keep yes. working on the keep book. Keep writing the book. Spoiler alert. Yes. Spoil, keep spoiler writing the alert. Book. <laughs> that's writing. all I'm going to say about the book situation, okay? <laughs> <laughs> keep writing the book, Dana. Keep writing the book. Yeah, right. yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Because, you know, again, timing is everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as we are aligning ourselves with our purpose and our destiny, yes. there is a timetable. Yes. Timetable. Yes. Our times... And our seasons mm. are in the hands of the Lord. They are. And we have to trust God and believe that statement because mm-hmm. it's easy said, right? But mm-hmm. it isn't easy done. Mm-hmm. So we have to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 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 That's so, so good. Uh, let's see. What else can we talk about? Um, is there anything else that you want to you wanna say in regards to purpose and destiny? Yeah. I, I think sometimes we have to um, just take a pause in a moment. Mm. Um, I would share with your listeners, if you're in a moment where you're confused, mm. confusion, turmoil, arguments, whatever's going on, when you take a silent moment mm. for you, give yourself space and time, allow yourself to breathe and ask yourself that question mm. and then start asking God. Yeah. Right? And then be patient with that process. Mm. Um, nothing worth holding on to in value grows overnight. That's so um, good. I was thinking recently about just the concept of farming, right? Yep. When a farmer throws out a seed, he's got some purpose with it. Yeah. He's intent with it. Yeah. He thinks about it positively because he's just not doing anything just for naught. Right. He throws that seed. He's tilling the ground. He's watering it. He's taking care of it. Right. With an expected end. With an expected end. With a hope that he has a crop. That's so good. And a successful crop right there. That's so good. So sometimes we just got to stop and say, okay, all this other busyness is not working for me. Let me start getting in tune with myself and yeah. with God to see what I really should be doing. Getting in tune with yourself. You know, yeah. it's you you have to learn, and this is something that I am still working on, but I'm getting better at it, is sitting with my thoughts. Oh, that's scary for some people. It is. Yeah. But you have to sit with your you thoughts. You have to know you, mm-hmm. right? You have to know yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's how you do it. And think about stuff. Yeah. And and even more than just knowing, you know, my myself, my my propensities, my weaknesses and my failures, mm-hmm. but just being able to sit with my thoughts and allow myself to think through a process. Right. What is that called? Critical thinking. Yes. Right? To to think about it from from a lot of different angles, right. you know, even when I'm uh, talking with people uh, and hosting the show, mm-hmm. um, having to having having to have the ability to um, to see from through different lenses mm. is so important, is. right? And even in your own journey with your purpose and your destiny, allow yourself to see through another lens, right? right? And it's okay, mm-hmm. right? It's okay to I like that sit in silence. But it's okay to say, see your perspective from someone else's perspective, right? Yeah. And sometimes I think in society, we're challenged with looking at ourselves for real, right? Or pulling up that mirror or doing that psychological mirror, emotional mirror and saying, what do I really look like? And who who am I for real? Right, right, right. I love that. Renda, I have so enjoyed my time with you. This has been uh, Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. And I appreciate you sharing too. I've learned some things. I'm going to take some things with me. Too, <laughs> I like it. I yes. like it. I might charge you a fee, but. Oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no discount. <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Arinda, if our listeners would like to contact you, how can they reach you? If you are looking for a life coach, uh, if you're looking for someone to come and speak at a women's event or any type of event, how can a person or any of our viewers out there contact you? Yeah, if you're interested in contact, contacting me, just do it via email. It's Arinda, A-R-I-N-D-A-R-P. So Arinda R-P. Yeah. 
at yahoo.com. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So they can connect with you anytime. And anytime. Uh, that's the beauty of email. That's anytime. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get you up and run a website and stuff okay. like that. Yeah. yeah. And I'm launching that in 2024. I love I'm that. i a website. I've got some things. Um, I'm looking for explosion in yeah. 2024. Explosion. And so now that I've closed one chapter, mm. I'm opening and writing another. I love that so much. Guys, listen, your life matters. You have a divine purpose. You have a destiny. And I hope that you have heard something today that's going to give you some tips and tools and actionable strategies to help you find your purpose and destiny. Anything else? I say walk in your calling. Walk in your calling. Guys, God bless you. Thank you.